Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something, Caitlin? from your search history that's revealing about who you are. I Googled the phrase platonic fan fiction because oh, I wanted to see. We're all familiar with erotic fan like fiction, just, right? Like just straight up hardcore shippery yeah, shipping. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, hmm, is platonic fan fiction a thing? Because I want to start writing it. Yeah. Mm. And I wanted to make sure that I had invented it. I don't know if I did or not. The, the Google search didn't yield much in I the think way of information. There was a... Do, I think at this point it's safe to say that you have invented it. Okay. There was a so work much. of fan fiction that was like a crime-solving detective novel with Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Oh, like, okay, that's, that's pretty, that sounds platonic. Yeah, it's platonic. Well, they didn't mm, make well, love during and, the course of the book in, in the any first way. two acts. Right, in any way that was overt. Yeah. There are parts where they wake up in bed together smoking cigarettes. Mm. Yeah. One of them smoking a cigarette. Uh, Barack does smoke cigarettes throughout yeah. the book, actually, because they're just like, I mean, come on, this He's guy's clearly smoking a pack a day behind the scenes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I think I think you did. Who do you who them. do you ship platonically? Well, okay, so this all started when um not to brag or anything, but I did a show recently that Natalie Portman was in the audience. What? Of. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> what? So what? I was like, oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> I was Where? like, Natalie Portman saw me like make jokes and be funny. Yeah. What if she like really wants to be my friend now? Right. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be fan fiction where you're friends with Natalie yeah. Portman. I mean that's just It's called a stalker's fantasy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. What do you think in your mind, what do you what are you and Natalie up to? Uh, we're just like going we're just like going on a crusade to smash the patriarchy together mm-hmm. and then we're also going to co-star in several movies together. Right. Oh nice. You know. What, yeah, I stuff. see the two of you like lifting an Oscar together for a film that yes. you wrote and executive produced. Exactly. You got best picture, got best screenplay. You're the new Ben and Matt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I mean, they were actors first. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. It's been too long. <laughs> Who's house do you go to first like assuming this is like a kill bill scenario where you guys are the bride together whose house do you go to first moby's oh or jonathan okay so uh, oh, you're doing killing Moby. <laughs> yeah or just it's, smashing oh smashing. wow because before it started like just a friendship of two creative people and now we got the murder of Andrew, okay? i'm not saying a murder i'm just saying that you gotta you gotta let him know um. Sure. Um. Yeah. We'll go to Mo- we'll go to Moby's restaurant first. Yeah. Yeah. Smash some plates. Yeah. Do a thing where she never like, dated oh, me. God, this guy who owns this place. I forgot he owns it. He thinks we dated. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, hey. Uh. Everything's everything's on me. Hey, right. honey. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> Wait. Well, who's the author who like she had a email exchange with that like got published and people oh jonathan uh saffron flower uh and he was clearly in love with her uh i mean everyone is it turns yeah, out it turns Even out plato- platonically romantically that, that is interesting we all love Natalie Barman. 
That's tough because can you smash the patriarchy when everyone just immediately falls in love with you the second you walk I into the room? I think that's our greatest weapon. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. Okay. It's like you whisper you. in their ear and like, why don't you walk off a cliff? <laughs> like, yes, like, for okay, you. Fine. For Natalie. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Do it for Natalie. She said she wanted you to also, walk off a cliff. Also, first sign this, sign this legal agreement. Yeah. And then jump off a cliff. Take a long walk off a shore. I'm not saying here. we need to murder people to, to well, dismantle I'm, the patriarchy. No, we know but... how feminists are. We get it. <laughs> Y'all just want to murder. <laughs> just want to murder men. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Manhattan vaporize everyone's ball sacks. Dude, I told I you not books. to spoil Watchmen for me. <laughs> it's like that scene in Robocop where he shoots a dude's dick. It's Dr. Manhattan vaporizing ball sacks. <laughs> Kill a cam. <laughs> Let's talk about kill it. Kill it. Yeah, he look. As I said, I I've talked about his lyrics. This man, he's he's something else. And he was on this podcast called It's the Real. Uh, and there's this clip that was going around of him talking about he's a little bit a little bit uh, weary. He's not. He's a little cynical when it comes to this whole dinosaur archaeology business. What's up, with, what's up with all these bones? Just listen to him talk about this. It's kind of amazing. I have fights with people about dinosaurs and their existence all the time. So. Wait, what? Yeah, like uh, as you in know, you don't believe dinosaurs existed? I, I'm not believing or dis disbelieving. It's like no proof. Like because they throw these big bones paws up in a museum <laughs> in the museum and be like, "Yo, these are the people that were here before us." I mean, no, no, see, me that that is the proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're uh, looking that, for the proof. That is the proof. So these bones didn't. So. Was the evolution they, class they, your still, senior year second semester? They're still strong enough to put out in, in <laughs> museums, and they didn't crumble or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not necessarily going for that one. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm, if it, if we, if we you are absolutely more, saying it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going off museum facts. There are like two thousand years. Of proof. <laughs> I've been to every museum when I was young. I'm like, word. So they just found all these bones and glued them together. Yes. <laughs> Yo, the real. I love is- them. Uh, shout out to the real. That's my favorite celebrity interview I've heard in a long Especially time. Especially to be like, <laughs> just like to be like, yeah. no, that's exactly what you are <laughs> yeah. saying. It didn't happen. <laughs> I'm I don't not know saying if it did. I'm not yeah. saying it didn't. I'm just saying I don't believe it. Yeah, like later so, on, they're like, "Are you a flat earther?" And he was like, "Oh hell no, the Earth is round." Okay, <laughs> all right. Like, I like. I get. It's weird. It seems like the thing he's really it's dubious. Like he's dubious about is this idea that. These million-year-old bones aren't just dusty, little, brittle things that are just falling apart. So he doesn't oh, okay. understand how fossilization works. Right. I, guess. I think that's exactly <laughs> it. Right. Or it's like I don't know. I don't Wait. know. I'm having trouble. They put them all together. Really. How like... do they find strong enough glue? Oh, right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is a this is a scam. Um, I would love a science podcast with Killer Cam though, just with like <laughs> archaeologists like blowing his mind. But <laughs> this is the thing that's going to end up killing our species is the argument. I'm not saying it happened. I'm not saying, saying it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen with global warming. It's right. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm like not saying said, it's not happening. I'm just saying, you know, there's lots of explanations. Start the global warming registry. Bro. Right. I've been saying this. If you don't believe it, sign the fuck up. So we know where to kick everybody's ass to, to the, the scorched parts. I'm not saying Russia didn't interfere. I'm not saying they did interfere. You're saying, saying they didn't. Ukraine, could, you don't know that yeah. Ukraine didn't. Did you? Were you watching everyone in the city of Ukraine yeah. when they during the entire 2016 election? Right. Exactly. I rest my case, Your Honor. 
what is something you think is overrated? Overrated working from home. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. It's, uh, in theory, it's good. It's nice to work from home um, every once in a while, you know, like if you have an office. Yeah. But being there 24-7, there's no um, line in between your work life and your uh, home life. Yeah, Yeah. your personal enjoy your time life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because your work is just right there. Like there's no separation. So it can hurt your work. Because you'll start like playing around and fucking off, yeah, or yeah, yeah. it can hurt your like actual mental health time. Yes, because it's always like right there. You uh, do you go out somewhere now to to break up that t- time and space? Like, you're yeah. like when I work, I gotta go to one of three coffee shops. Yeah, there is three. There's uh the new the new Starbucks on Hillhurst. Oh, love it! Ugh, it's immaculate. It's a pa- it's palatial. And then, god damn it, I'll switch it up and I will go to Spoke Bicycle Cafe. Uh, in Frogtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you really bike cool. there, though? Yeah. You bike there, like, with your... I have a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I ride. <laughs> That's sick. And they, yeah. Wait, hold on. Guess how many wheels are on it. I was about to say, one one wheel or nine? Four. Whoa. Thank you. <laughs> it's made by Ford. has a steering wheel. Called an escape. <laughs> it's a mo- I have a bicycle. Model T that I drive down yeah, the Yeah, that place lane. is dope, actually. It's yeah. really cool. Great food. Um, great And it's, food. like, outside. Great food. And it doesn't have to have great food, is the thing. Like, the ambiance is such where, yeah, yeah you don't need it. But yeah. um, my girlfriend works from home as well, and that's not great for Holy a relationship. Holy shit. So the both of you are like just around home. each other yeah. yeah freelancing just mm-hmm. wow yeah wow does she go out or she's able to sort of be like she's no, better work time she begin. she goes out more than i do right right yeah. right, right, right but no we're, we're trying to find a balance and it's it's working out because mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to you want like quality time with check your out one, one of those we works yeah i, I, I hear how's their ipo I hear by I the way hear they're, <laughs> i hear they're just tearing it i put up a right lot now. of money into that <laughs> yeah. Fucking SoftBank fucked me again. Yeah, SoftBank also did too. They're like, but but the oh no version. There it is. It's time to talk about uh, Camilla Caballo. Uh, <laughs> this whole episode is just one deep sigh. I know. It really is. Havana <laughs> so Nana. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, what did she do? She said bad stuff. <laughs> so Ugh. she, uh, some posts okay. have been unearthed okay. from when she was a child. Like 15? Yeah. 15. And she's still so quite too young. old. She's still, yeah, it was like five, six, seven years ago. See, I think. that just, just, okay, let's go on. So said, I like racism. <laughs> I do, I I do like racism. Oh, la, la. Tumblr, ooh, la, la. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> that is funny. That is Tumblr. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, to go down for Tumblr, like, you can go down for Twitter like the rest of us. Right. <laughs> but, so, if you go on her Tumblr, there are several, I can't even count how many racist reblogs and posts, mostly having to do with Asian and black people. Um, there's one where there's a, a woman who is, like, like, I guess guarding a basketball, but the basketball has been replaced with a bucket of KFC. As uh, a white woman, uh, and then I, there's a black funny. woman guarding her uh, with very large, wide eyes underneath because yeah. she's she wants that chicken. Right, that's funny. <laughs> there's posts on here that say uh, "nigglet." Oh, um, yeah. oh. There's one that is from. Do you remember that running game, the? Um, T- temple or temple of right, uh, temple run, temple run. Yes, yeah. except for it says run, 
nigga run um oh, there's cool. a there's a lot of like i can go on and on and on there's like several. so like this is i mean this she had a there, there's a lot this oh. is like one mistaken oh i'm scrolling oh, honey they, the wow. receipts are this is oh, like a cbs receipt not. of racism <laughs> as long as you are tall yeah 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 okay okay sis got all the so, deals okay so racism. what is she saying but she was what she was a teenager but yeah this is, is this come on this is no can we read her apology what, what? yeah let's read her yeah. apology. oh let's do so uh uh, she said, also her Tumblr was called John 316. Uh, so it was like oh the Bible God. passage. Wow. For God so loved the world that he gave his only one son, and forever who believes in him shall not perish. So it's her Except whole- Except for she's the a, Negroes. She's in the Christianity. <laughs> she's in this Christianity oh thing for uh, for the eternal life thing. Yeah. She's like, yeah. And uh, like- and before he reads this, I just want you guys to know that, yes, she is Latinx. She identifies as a Latina. But being Latina does not mean it's not a race. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there are white Latinas and there yeah. are black Latinas yeah. and, you know, and everything in between. And people forget that and think like, oh, well, this is somewhat of a minority. And I'm like, no, she is still a white right. woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she doesn't have a get out of racism yeah, no. free card. Uh, when I was younger... So this is her apology. When I was younger, I used language that I'm deeply ashamed of and will regret forever. I was uneducated and ignorant. And once I became aware of the history and the weight and true meaning behind this horrible and hurtful language, I was deeply embarrassed I ever used it. Sweetheart, you were 15. And, <laughs> and, and it's, what, it's weird because I don't like cancel culture in the way of if you say something 10 years ago, you couldn't possibly have evolved and grown from your stupidity because we mm. all have shit yeah, that we absolutely, had to learn. Absolutely. Um, but for this, it was like you had a passion yeah. for, this, I mean, for yeah. bigotry. This was, this was, this. Right. She, went, she went hard on this. Honey. Yeah. yeah. If, okay, so how old is she right now? 22. 22. Yeah. So that was seven years yes. ago. Yes. I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And I mean, it was 2012. Girl, I guess she thought the world was going to end, so nobody was ever going to see your, your blogs. I guess. But Camila Cabello has so much racist and, and hateful things on her page that if I was a racist and I was on Tumblr, I would follow her yeah. for her yeah. hot racism. Yeah. Like she, she was giving <laughs> this it. This one is, yeah. <laughs> she was a reliable she got some source content. Yeah, for absolutely. bigotry. <laughs> she had a bigot blog. <laughs> It's not like yeah. one bad statement no, or yeah. a couple bad a tweets. A couple bad tweets, a couple iffy tweets. No. Oh, wow. Why do Asians Ooh. speak the Ching Chong language? Yeah. Oh, was my another one gosh. that she yeah. tweeted. Yeah, so. I'm glad you got to that one so that oh, we yeah. can. Because she wasn't just doing black people. She, 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 she did was spread it out. Yeah. Equal in her hatred. Yep. <laughs> Truly. God bless. It's, oh, my gosh. I don't know how you recover from the, that. Like, uh, you know, or, or should you? Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I yes, you're right. We as apologies and people are allowed to change and, and grow. But wow. But though, I don't that know if is... you have changed or grown. And I said this when we were researching earlier because as a performer and an actor, the first television deal that I signed, I went on my Twitter and I shouldn't say this because people are probably gonna go on my Twitter. <laughs> but I, I started searching to see if I was problematic. Like it was the first thing I did because I was like, you know, before 2014, yeah, we were all saying dumb shit. I was in Ugh. college, I was in high school when I got a Twitter, which no one in high school should have, should a, have Twitter. a Twitter. <laughs> right. So there, and, and we all yeah. say ignorant shit, and I am. I don't want to cancel anybody forever, but it's like Camilla, sweetheart. First of all, them songs. Not that great of bops. <laughs> it's not. We already aren't right. truly that dedicated to you or your career. <laughs> right. Please don't give us a reason to say no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Now, on the other hand, oh, wow. she didn't delete it. God. Yeah. Cats has come out. Oh boy. It is apparently uh, so. The one I'll I'll, I'll give you two reviews. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, one person said it is too horny for its own good. (laughs) Oh, see, (laughs) I don't think it's possible. Noel, I've seen some things (laughs) in my life that I could definitely say Uh, I could apply that to. And then a furry uh, said. Ooh. Somebody who identifies as a furry mm-hmm. said, furries want something they can fuck fap to, and Cat's movie is not that. Damn, but oh. not horny enough. Right. So, yeah, too horny or not horny enough. Damn. The ballet aspects are a display of human beauty and movement and form. If you CGI that, it'll be trashy. Also, Cat's is not a particularly comfortable watch to begin with. <laughs> it's meant to be like, well, Cat's. Uh, okay. So, well, first of all, I would be remiss not to mention um, that cats, as as an animal, have eight nipples, and that's Cat Facts with Caitlin. Yes. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm so sorry to say that. But uh, <laughs> it's true. Cat Facts uh, don't lie. <laughs> so cats have eight nipples or s- some other number of nipples, depending on the cat. Now, Is that uh, true? Yeah. How about just one nipple? <laughs> they probably don't have just one nipple unless they got in an accident. Maybe. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> there, there's not That's a uniform sad. number of cat nipples? Some of them have six. Fewer nipples? Yeah, fewer. Some of them have up to, I think, 10. How about that? Yeah. It just, I guess, depends on the kitty. Cat facts with Caitlin. <laughs> but I think the average is eight. So okay. that's what I stick with. Um, now, the problem, the main problem with this film cats right is that the anatomy the anatomy is extremely inaccurate now right. we see some of like the, the um taylor swift. taylor swift we see rebel uh wilson like they jennifer hudson, jennifer hudson. oh my god are all these people really in this movie they idris elba is in this idris movie elba. <laughs> idris elba jason is in this derulo movie. Well, he, him, he makes sense. Right. <laughs> he makes sense. And as we talked about earlier in the week, in our most important news up to this story, uh, they had to CGI his dick out because it was so <laughs> prominent. Mm. Jason Derulo. Wow. <laughs> so they didn't have to do all the dicks, just his? Just his. That's his claim. Okay, Jason. Yeah. Now, okay. So for the the women playing the cat roles, they have we see them have like, breast lumps but only two of them yeah so if you're gonna make an anatomically accurate cats movie yeah there should be eight breasted cats i think you are expressing the problem that the furry had because the furry (laughs) says we want something we can fuck fab too but then immediately says it's about expressing the beauty of the human form not the cat Right. Form. We so we need to. It's too balletic. We need to be sexualizing cats. Yes, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. No. I mean, if we're gonna start, we might as well go all the way. The beautiful <laughs> act of cats making love to one another, oh as God. we all know, the, uh, and the beautiful sounds, beautiful they and make. tender uh, <laughs> love making that happens between two alley cats. Oh my God. Uh, so go ahead. The original cats. Yes. From the '80s. Mm. See, I have such, I have such a complicated. Uh, fraught relationship with this IP. <laughs> Hell sure. yes. Um, Cause you know, we were talking about Avatar, right? And right. Avatar was this giant thing. Yep. But now we ain't gotta think about it ever again. Right. I was hoping Cats was like this because it terrified me when I was a child. Yeah. Because you would only ever see like 
I would only ever see like commercials for it right. in the middle of shit that didn't have anything to do with that. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that shit looks mm. weird as shit. Did you ever see it? No, I never would have. Because and and I would hope, I hoped, what I hoped is that the opportunity would never even arise for me to see anything like this. Mm. And that now that it's back and now that it's done in this way that it's provocative and everybody's talking about it, it's like one of my worst nightmares. Yes. So- the more I learned about cats, the stranger it got because the, so there's no story. <laughs> there's no story. Right. Like it's, it's just, just a series of, of songs tied together by the premise that like one of the cats is dying, but it's like very vague. The, the main attraction, one of the big innovations, sorry, I get choked up when I talk about cats. <laughs> one of the big innovations of cats, the musical is that they come out into the audience. Mm-mm. Yes. Oh. See? They come out into the audience and like crawl over you. Everything <gasps> that I was afraid of is real. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's exactly as terrifying as you th- thought it was. So Tom Hooper, who made The King's Speech. Mm-hmm. An Academy Award winning film. Uh, yes. <laughs> I still, yes. I would rank that as last on my Star Wars movie. <laughs> 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 Wait, okay, isn't the story, and I've never seen the stage production of Cats, uh, but what I'm gathering from the trailers for the movie is that Judy Dench Cat um, has to pick, she gets to pick someone. <laughs> Judy Dench is in this, like, it's just the best cast and, ever. Uh, Ian McKellen is as well. Uh-huh. Um, so Judy Dench Cat is like, Hey, one of you gets to live a new life, and I'm choosing which of which cat of you, like cluster of cl- clatter, I think, of alley cats, um, gets to. I don't know if it's like a nine lives kind of thing where they're all about to die, and then like one of them gets to be reborn or like just gets to keep living. That's what I'm. Uh, please, uh, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or let me know what the the loose premise of this thing is here, but yeah. Are Judy- we talking about Rum Tum Tugger? What? Um, We're talking about Mr. Mistopheles? I'm, Whoa. I, we, we couldn't we, say. Yes. Jelly Low Rum? Mm. These sound, Jelly Low Rum? These sound very sexy. The, <laughs> the names I are mean. doing it for me. Skimble Shanks? Mm, that one sounds Ooh. like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like, yeah. Sounds like something you get if uh, your, your chicken pox come back. <laughs> I got some Skimble Shanks in my, uh, my hips. Carbuckety? So, oh, okay. <laughs> Griddlebone? Uh, these are all cat names, yes. yes. Or, bl- or blue singers. Rumple Teaser? Uh-uh. And okay. Bustopher Jones. Oh, That's a hell of a name. Yeah. Bustopher? Bustopher Jones. That's <laughs> like, that is hell yeah. So I got, yeah, these are all cats who are eligible to die or something. And then mm-hmm. Judy Dench. It's about like, an afterlife, right? Like one of the cats dies and ascends to the afterlife. Oh, so it's basically the, the series Lost or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost <laughs> is based on cats. cats. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's the general premise from what I gather. But yeah, I don't think there's there's not really a story. James Corden's just sort of like James bouncing around. Corden. Yes. He looks he looks like he was born to wear this costume. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like it's He's the one, I, like the whole trailer, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And right. then he showed up and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, this all makes sense Well, now. people have been talking for a while about how like weird the, just the imagery is of the cat. But like, I think the worst part about it is that they don't have cat noses. They just have human noses. If they had just done a little bit of makeup and made them have 
little cat noses, I think it would be far better than what it is. But because we have human noses, but then these like cat ears and like fur bodies, it's just there's so much dissonance. I think I figured it out. Yeah. They put out the trailer to start the uproar. Um, now you have to start the add the nipples and noses movement. So they'll change it like the Sonic movie. They did. They did change it. That's what they've been doing. So they did the premiere the other night, and Tom Hooper, the director, said he had been working on the movie up until, like, the previous morning, and he finished, he put the finishing touches on it after a 36-hour-long work session. (laughs) They were still CGI-ing. So this is what's strange to me. Those... Like, you look at that and you're like, oh, it's a bunch of actors in bad cat costumes. Yeah. It is not. Those are actors who did mocap. They were in motion capture, like, with the little light bulbs on them. Right, right, right. And then they CGI'd shitty cat costumes onto them. Yikes. And that is what they were adjusting because people were like, no, it looks bad. And so uh, they were adjusting the shitty cat costume CGI. Uh, when is this Met- supposed to be released? I think this weekend. <laughs> I have a Fun. ticket they were like, to see it on Friday morning. <laughs> I w- I'm I'm going to be first in line to see Friday cats. morning. <laughs> and you're seeing Star Wars T- tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. So I keep up to date with yeah. my movies that no one I can't wait to <laughs> coming out. hear from you uh, on... <laughs> Yeah. I'll text you first thing. Do you do Thank drugs, you. Caitlin? <laughs> no, I'm extremely um, bad at drugs. So I can't even smoke weed without having a panic attack. So you're going to go see uh, Cats Friday sober. morning? Sober. Stone sober. Stone sober. I just don't. I will not pull a jack and get drunk. <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you should definitely drink. By the way, uh, getting a panic attack never stopped me from smoking weed. <laughs> I... <laughs> Continued to smoke weed despite the fact that it gave me a panic sure. attack because I wanted to be cool. Cool, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> just a thing about me. How cool did you, you feel? When Real your, cool. Your chest was yeah, imploding. One of my chest was imploding, and I was certain everybody was thinking about the fact that I hadn't talked the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> and that I was had my hands in my pocket even though I was sitting down. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the journalists at the premiere liked the movie. One, tw- uh, but yeah, okay, we already talked about too horny for its own good. Uh, we we have not released the embargo on Miles's mo- Miles's mom is a film critic, and she gave what my favorite review of a movie I've ever heard. But we will re- we will reveal that uh, after her review is published. Mm. Um, that's it. Great. I I I I'm so excited to see it. You, I, you really are. Aren't I you? mean, in a in a way that I know it's going to be an absolute train wreck, and I I just want to be on the train for the wreck. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. The president is, as we speak about Star Wars for 45 minutes, the president is being impeached. What's say Space Force? I'm talking about impeaching this creed. Uh, and he's not dealing well with it. I mean, I don't know what anyone expected. He sent an angry, impotent letter uh, addressed to his Democratic colleagues. 
that was just ranting and somewhat incoherent. And uh, you can tell it's proofread by someone punched up for language fanciness because he uses uh, various words that seem like they're outside of his range. But... <laughs> uh, but he, uh, yeah, he claims that he doesn't think it's going to change anyone's mind. He's just doing it for the purpose of history. Uh, and yeah, he's being impeached and freaking out on Twitter, which is. Well, in character for him, I guess. Yep. It's what he does. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to hear 30 of the most unhinged lines Please. or a couple of the 30 most unhinged? And then let's rank them afterward. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is what we do. <laughs> you have cheapened the importance of the very ugly word impeachment, That's exclamation weird. point. That's so weird. Just a lot of twists and turns in that. So many adjectives. Like, yeah. Cheapened, cheapened the importance of an ugly word, which it, it seems like he has esteem for the word, but then it's a very ugly word. Uh, it's, <laughs> right. You dare to invoke the founding fathers in pursuit of this election nullification scheme? Uh, what? Yeah. That sounds like Dr. Doom. I know, it does. There's a lot of exclamation points in this letter. How many exclamation points are there in the uh, Constitution? I would guess... None? Zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell of a lot of semicolons, but not... no. <laughs> lots uh, of ellipses. Yeah, so. lots of... Yeah, I don't know. This is... Fuck it. Let's not talk about this letter. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over this guy. We're. How are you guys feeling about the upcoming election? Do you think he's going to get reelected? Oh gosh. Um. I don't know. I really, truly don't have uh, much faith in humanity anymore. So uh, I don't know. I think yeah. not. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I. We all thought Hillary was going to get. The uh, get nominated or to uh, get elected, Win but the election, yeah. yeah, but um, that didn't happen, so I didn't know. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? I um, I chalked a lot of what happened when the last election up and up to um, people being kind of apathetic and feeling like, oh, Hillary's just gonna win, so like everybody stayed home. Yeah, you know. I um, that... so I remember like. Right after he got inaugurated, and like the women's marches and all of that, mm-hmm. feeling like, oh yeah, this, he's he's gonna get totally destroyed yeah. in the next election because people are dialed in now, mm-hmm. like they know that they need to like come out and vote. And I've been coasting on that hope for the past like <laughs> two and a half years, three years. But yeah. now, like day by day, <laughs> I find my cynicism right. creeping up, and I'm getting scared because his fan, his supporters are getting no. They're angrier. fans. No, they're fans. Yeah, fans. Mm-hmm. That's what his, they are. His wrestling fans are yes. getting angrier and angrier and stirred up more and more. Yeah, like, what's his approval rating these days? Do we know? It's still below his disapproval rating by a good 10 percentage points. Okay. But, well, that gives me some hope. Well, you know, the other thing is, too, there was a lot of weird shit that had to happen for all those people's minds to get changed the first time. Mm-hmm. Like for right. them, to, for, for their anger and their frustration to be capitalized upon in a way that would perfectly help him. Uh, all that Facebook trickery and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't necessarily do all that shit again. Right. right. So he has who he has. They're going to try. Of course they're going to try. Right. I, I think it's a little harder to do now. Right. Uh, because a lot of the Facebook shit was actually instilling apathy in people. It was just being like, just tamping down people's enthusiasm for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. It's just like, 
Yeah, you don't have to vote for Trump, but like you don't want to vote for her, right? And you know, I th- I think that ended up swaying the election. I mean, so so much of it came down to like two thousand votes or twenty thousand votes in certain states. So, well, oh my God, don't remind me how, about how Hillary won the popular vote, mm-hmm. and then uh, because of our dumb shit. Uh, electoral college system right. yeah. uh, is how we have Trump as president. Um, yeah, I I don't, I really can't say. I'm hoping with all of my heart and praying to, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't pray to anybody, but Tra- Charles Darwin, I'm praying to him <laughs> um, that uh, he does not get reelected, but uh, I don't know. I'm not. I haven't become apathetic, but I have just lost a lot of uh, hope in the system. Not that the I had British much to begin election with. is really like terrifying. that was a punch. That was a punch in the face. Oof. Yeah, that was oof. Uh, Boris Johnson did that. Do you do you see that like love actually homage that Boris Johnson did? Uh, he, that scene from Love Actually where the creepy guy has all the signs. Car, yeah, the signs. He yeah he like did that as a campaign ad, and uh, it made me throw up in my mouth. The guy shows up to his best friend's house and mm-hmm. tells his best friend's wife yeah that he's in love with her right, but quietly so his best friend doesn't doesn't hear. hear. And it's like that's that's love. That's what love is, <laughs> actually. That's romantic. That's actually that's like being a fucking human monster. Mm-hmm. Like that is the worst <laughs> thing. And and it's clearly written by a guy because the woman's like, oh, it's so uh, sweet. You're and then she so runs romantic. out and kisses him. And it's like, what if your best friend had opened the door? Yeah. <laughs> what was your plan, dude? Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> that movie. That whole movie. Can that go. movie. Truly right ahead and fuck itself what is a myth what something people think is true you know to be false oh this is one did i look some up i think i did let me see um that i know to be false um oh i okay or how suspect. about how about how about the one this is the first thing that came to my head uh the myth that like i think that the, it's very old-fashioned but men don't think w- women want sex that's a myth. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's still that sort of like, oh, girls, oh, you know, you got to beg them for it. And right. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's really old fashioned. That's, right. I don't know who told the men of the world that. And I think that, I think, I think, you know, the generations in like millennials, they don't believe that anymore. But like dudes in their like 30s and 40s, there's, I mean, watch, watch old school comedians. They're right. talking about, oh, my wife and blah. I'm like, really? Yeah. I don't, are you kidding me? Oh, it drives me nuts. But that's because yeah. maybe there's spa- I think there was a time period where marriage was also uh, more so about like contractual agreements mm. and security mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah, it's security. Two absolutely. incomes and a house. So maybe your wife maybe. just didn't want to <laughs> fuck your ass. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ever. She, she, maybe. He's a, he's a nice man. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. comes home. Yeah, right. exactly. I remember my mom saying about my dad that my father was a good provider. Honey. And I was like, oh, 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 oh wow. How romantic. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> provider of that Bird, go. Uh, like provider <laughs> of that dick. That's what you should have yeah. said. Oh, provider of that okay. dick, mom. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, but I do feel like that is dudes telling on themselves. Yeah, yeah. when I they're like, my Adam is... Carolla loves to talk about how, like, how 
his wife should have more sex with you know, him. That's exactly and it's like, it. Yeah, maybe like, you you're should, a part like, of this, by the way. Ask what yes, what's she's going interested on? Yeah, in seeing more of from I you. See what makes her horny. Yeah. I don't know. Come out, put some oil on your body. <laughs> right. I don't know. Try yeah. something new. There's 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 a comic that oh god in in Canada that I know that I like grew up with and he always had one about keep it you know keep it exciting in the bedroom. Yeah. He's like you know freak her out like you know come home and freak her out. <laughs> let her come. Let her come home and can't, she can't find you. Do you remember? I don't even. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know where he is. You know what I mean? Like, right. that kind of thing. And then, you know, and it's just, he's like, you gotta keep her on her toes. Make her a little scared. Stage right. your house to look like exactly. a crime scene. <laughs> exactly. Surprise, baby. And, you know what I, mean? I just, come, you know, something like that. Fake your own death. Yeah, fake your own yeah. death. And then jump And off. then, yes, and that's great. Straight into love. That's nothing makeup makes me sex. Like, nothing. Yeah. My man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then you're like way too excited. <laughs> and Thank he's just God. like shit. And then he's like, Oh, forget it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna right. wake up now. You start no, calling people. Oh my right. god. He's like, hang out. It's done. Girl, we finally it's did done. it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? He in the closet, mad as hell. Yeah. <laughs> There's big news in the Ja Rule industry. Uh Ja Rule is back out here uh celebrating <laughs> his non frauding with a new track about Firefest. Yeah. He um, uh in I think July they they basically the court said, "You know what? Jeffrey Atkins, Ja Rule, sir, I believe that's his real name, um <laughs> was saying like, "You know what? You did not commit fraud." So I think he was just like, "Hell yeah, dude. Rules right. out here." And he basically put out this new track that uh the album art is uh, it's like hand scrawl on a napkin it's just a written confession <laughs> uh, that, that's like meant to mimic the viral photo of the styrofoam lunches people got at fire festival oh. oh yeah and it's like really it's oh that's a matisse yeah it's yeah some it's a matisse of shit uh, oh very good and <laughs> the, so and he's like out here I'm, <laughs> that joke was a groan eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Um, so now, Van Gogh, fuck yourself. Van Gogh, fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on. What else you got? Hmm. What else you got? Uh, you're the man, eh? Mm. A joke was Picasso good. Oh <laughs> boy. All right. Um, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> enough looking at our massive creative brains. Yes. Uh, this track he put out is called. For your real entertainment. Wait a second. That spells F-Y-R-E. Fire? Oh. What? In it, he's taking shots at fucking everybody. But at the one point, I just want to play this one part where he talks about Andy King, the famous man who was going to do whatever he had to do to get those water bottles to the fire festival. Right? Oh, yeah. If you remember this, water the guy trucks. said, I was about to suck dick for to get right. these, like, what would, yeah. <laughs> what would I do without my water? What would I do without hydration? So this is, just listen to this. I don't know what happened, why he has such anger at him, but he's taking shots at Andy King. Six minutes, six minutes, six minutes. Andy King, what the fuck is going on? You about to get this man fellatio for Avion? Come on, that's way beyond the job description. That's an addiction to sucking dick, isn't it? Admit it. How did he get acquitted? Why ain't he in jail with Billy? He's all I hear on Twitter. Fuck y'all niggas. How about he wouldn't do that? How about he couldn't have did it? That ain't the character of real niggas. And the irony of it all. Isn't it ironic? Okay, anyway. Um, you have a d addiction to sucking dick. Like because, yeah, and like so, so relatable that he's talking about how 
it's not his fault because he didn't put sucking dick in the job description. He just created like a work environment where the person felt like they had to do that. Right. As like, if there was a written contract, by the way, to work right. that fucking job. It's just job. like, and it's like homophobic. Too. This is fucking it's weird. And also, Avion is tequila, my man. I don't know why he said that. The way he pronounces fellatio, by the way, like just made me sick. Like I'm actually very dizzy right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's spinning. Yeah. And also like the whole thing is just what's well, like, you know, on a tepid cover or obviously just using the instrumental of the Slick Rig, Dougie Fresh track, the show, but like with your lame lyrics. I don't know. Everything about this just shows like just desert thirst. Yeah. Like, why attack that guy? Right. Too, you know, like what like he might as well attack that like amazing woman who, you know, like was trying to make everything. I think still because work they were saying her. I think the argument is because Andy King may have had more of a hand in sort of how the process and right, right. promotion of the festival was going on. It's like, why am I why am I on the hook here? Why right. am I literally on trial? Why am I on trial here? <laughs> uh but you know, hey, good luck to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and then he like ends with like, how about he couldn't have done it? Like it's like he's got I don't like know who an he's alibi. About after I think it's... he's talking about himself being like, he, he gets mad at people on Twitter for saying he should be in jail, and then he's like, I couldn't have done it because I'm too real. Does that mm-hmm. work? Does yeah. that, is that convincing? Cool, baby. Okay. Uh, Bye. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, let's talk about Home Alone, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's greatest invention. <laughs> so, uh, in case you didn't notice, uh, Disney owns basically everything now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after the Fox sale, uh, they also own the Christmas classic Home Alone. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're planning on rebooting it. Uh, they're rebooting it with two very funny people. Yeah. Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. Hmm. Um, so sure. As the adults. As the adults. Wish they were the <laughs> wish they were the kids home. Ellie Kemper <laughs> as the child who's home, home alone, alone, like with Kimmy Rob Schmidt. Delaney yeah. being like a sticky bandit. Right. <laughs> sticky bandit. Yeah. That's new. That's well that's no, like home, home alone too. too. Oh, they're the sticky yeah. bandit. Yeah, they rebrand. Well, did they really just because of that one time he dipped his hand into like a Salvation Army donation yeah, bucket? Daniel Stern is he's trying to make sticky bandits happen. happen yeah. Right. And, and it just like fetch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Archie Yates, who played JoJo's friend in JoJo Rabbit, uh, but he's not the main kid. He will be the child. But they're saying he's not. That like it's different this what, time. What's different is that the child is now against these two neighbor adults. Oh, so this is the so thing. So it's more like a reboot of Neighbors for yeah, children. Well, so they say for this one. Uh, it's a slightly different direction by having a husband and wife go to war with a young boy named Max after he steals from them. Okay. Oh. So I don't know whose side we're on exactly. Well, definitely Max's. I guess. Not me. But he's a thief. <laughs> who are like, yeah, go get yours, thief. Yeah. Was it just about- so? Anyway, this is what brings us to the you know the ethos that John Hughes had sort of imbued in the originals. Yeah. Uh, like how this would be a little bit weird considering like what the first Home Alone films were always trying to tell the audience. Yeah. Or, Our writer JM was saying, imagine if they rebooted Die Hard where John McClane took a bunch of hostages, uh, which yeah. is fair. Yeah, that, that does change things. Um, but also kind of believable. Yeah. Like with him. <laughs> right. Well, that's what they think is happening. Right. Right. The FBI. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, right, McLean. <laughs> Just those, the the uh, skeptical FBI agents in that movie are great. But yeah, this I think like we were saying, one of his really close friends, PJ O'Rourke, was basically saying like, yeah, he's a he's he was a lifelong Republican, and if you look, he's like, if you want to, if you choose to actually see what the messages are, it's very clear. It's all about self sufficiency, freedom, and responsibility. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. what these Home Alone. It's like a about. libertarian tale. One hundred percent. Yeah, because the police are completely incompetent or don't exist in this world where right. he is left home alone. It's just him versus robbers with a intermediary, uh, elderly kind of homeless guy. Yeah. Well, when you when yeah. you sort of do beat by beat, right? Like there's a Vice article about this too, saying that the first part starts with. Quote, a rebellion against overregulation. Essentially, the parents are big government. And Kevin is just a, you know, free, sovereign citizen, man, just trying to do, be self-determined, do as he needs to. He it just doesn't need the nanny pizza. state, yeah. the granny state, to fucking tell him what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why then he shows, like, his sort of evolution of being completely, like, taking the brakes off eating fucking ice cream for breakfast, brunch, and oh, dinner. Yeah. Yeah. He, he becomes very self-sufficient. Yeah. He like right. orders his own, he goes grocery shopping. Exactly. Right. He like does his dishes. He does the laundry. He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't need anyone else. I can pick myself up by mm-hmm. my own bootstraps exactly. and get this yeah. done. And when he goes grocery shopping, a policeman tries to arrest him. Uh, he has to like escape from the fucking cops yeah. from a cashier who's like, what's going on at home, kid? Uh, Wait, does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you remember he like slides oh. through a cop's legs on right. a skating rink? Oh, right. Oh, because right. he stole a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. because he's scared. I mean, right. he, he's yeah. like scared of something. Oh, he sees the old guy. Uh, old people are scary. Is also a message well, of and, <laughs> um, and poor people too. But yeah, they basically say it was populism for children. But then there's also the incompetence of the government social services and the scene where the police department and, uh, or where, uh, the mom calls the police department and the family crisis hotline. Right. And everyone keeps like hanging up on her. She's like, yeah. my son's home alone. Yeah, like this right. is a, yeah. Yeah. Right. Lady. It's Christmas. We're busy. Uh, and, and then that- they send over a cop to like knock on the door and he's Just like, knocks. Oh, yeah, knocks. Yeah. No one answers. He's like, no yeah. one's home. These, <laughs> yeah. these people are idiots. Right. And then he leaves. Um, and the wet bandits, yep. so the the villains, are, uh, Who are out they? of work. They're out of work plumbers. Who are, yeah, right. Which I mean, one of them. Uh, I mean, Mario and Luigi. Am I right? One of them's like a short, right. stockier mm-hmm. guy, and mm-hmm. one's a and tall. One of them's Daniel Stern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, yeah, like they're using their skills of knowing, like they're flood flood specialists or whatever. Right. You know, that's how they get. That's in what there. their that's what their van says. Yeah. It says plumbing flood specialists. They're out of work, uh, so they go back and try and steal. From the rich people who employed them and then presumably unemployed them. Uh, and it's it's very strange. Yeah, it's like dystopian. None of the people are around. Like everybody has gone on vacation. So it's like a ghost town. Yeah, it's a ghost mm-hmm. town. Of like the wealthy. A, a yeah. wealthy person's ghost town. Right. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah. The, oh, well, wait. just that like, but that third act where it's basically like, I will now protect my property against yeah. fucking right. any with, invader. With a gun. With yeah. a gun. With a baby gun. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Very George Zimmerman gun. over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my house 
and I'm going to protect it. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the thing, though, too, just about, like, the depiction of, like, the the lady, the pigeon lady or the old man, where, like, all the people, like, they portray these sort of poor people as being like, you know, it's not that bad because, like, I can listen to a concert for free or you right. know, play with these pigeons. And it's like, don't worry about me. You know, eventually. Oh, right. The uh, pigeon lady stays the pigeon lady. Like, she, it's not like she gets back any on help. her feet. No. Right. right. He's she like, just oh, stays I- homeless and is like happy because she gets to like watch uh, a concert. Right. In and the then park. just be like, oh, my bad. Here, here's a fucking Christmas ornament. Right. I don't yeah. know if you can eat that. <laughs> Maybe help her out with your stolen credit card. Hey. hey no. Ex- well, and then also, too, when uh, his uncle, Frank. You can tell they also like there's like class signifiers with his uncle Frank. Oh right, he's a little, he's a little disheveled. disheveled. He's got like the Uncle nest. Frank. You yeah, fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I mean, that taught me. To look, yeah. if anything, home there's a whole taught scene me where to... Kevin just dresses down Uncle Frank and is like, "When are you gonna get your shit together, Frank? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> fucking mooch, you fucking loser." <laughs> uh, and he's always like fucking with people who are like you know uh, minimum wage workers like he fucks with the pizza delivery person yeah. he fucks with oh, cop yeah. he fucks with the store clerk uh, cause it's funny to fuck with those people yeah. fucks with the uh, Santa Claus the the store Santa Claus is like a drunk right right yeah, yeah I don't know so that's why like when you look at what this next one is gonna be it's not like I don't know like they're it's gonna be a socialist text yeah I don't know right. what it is <laughs> I, but I, it's so interesting how that move, like that aesthetic is ju- just the John Hughes aesthetic is pure, is like exactly what I associate with the 80s. And it perfectly reflects like what Reagan. the Reagan administration yeah. like wanted us to associate with the 80s. Right. It's just it's like, like wild that, uh, that the politics and the aesthetic lined up that much. Yeah. It's like, yeah, look, a lot of people were thrown out on the street because of these economic policies, but like right. they're, they're, look, they get to watch free concerts and they're dirty. So, yeah. yeah. And that's how you know that it will trickle down eventually. <laughs> One of the members of BTS, Kim Namjoon, mm-hmm. uh, recently told viewers of a live stream that he is on his... How many pairs of AirPods do you think he's he's owned and lost? They, they tour, so I'm going to say... I'm going to say 100. Ah, wow. shit. Cut this. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 64. Yeah. 34. 34. 30, yeah. Too many. 34. But of course. That's balling. When you can fucking yeah. be like, I don't know, man, with them disposable. Shits I summon another pair of $160 pair of headphones. Using anything non disposable as disposable. Ball. Yeah. Baller. Sick move, dog. Peak consumer shit. Yeah. He's BTS. He probably is sending hoes home in their Uber with a pair. He's yeah, like, yeah, here you right. go, take some AirPods, which you- And he's also, right. guess what? You also have the pink slip to the car that drove you home, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's your Hyundai Genesis. That's also yours. Yes. Yeah, they, there's... Uh, when you do the math of this, right? If you assume that because the, on, the new ones only came out like a couple months ago, I'm right. assuming a majority of these pairs are like the 160 or the 200... Easily over five thousand dollars in AirPods. Oh, yeah. just like, but see, that's such light work to somebody in BTS. Oh I yeah, can't, like they're like five thousand. See, I didn't know how much they cut. Like I'm using an old pair of 
corded headphones right. that I got at Sun Country Airlines. So I didn't know how much. <laughs> the one that came with my phone Wait, broke, and then yeah. I was just like, mm, can well, I these have work? some? Yeah, so I was like, fine, these are going to continue working, and I don't care if I sweat in them. But $5,000? Worth of headphones? Mm. That's, I mean, that just shows you. I mean, like, I. that's why I'm like, this is this is that baller life. And by baller, I mean just, like, completely reckless because you, you, you don't have the bandwidth, I guess, to pay attention because you're on tour dancing. Yeah, and who who could keep track of owners? Right. right, but no, really though. What the? F- I, I want a glimpse into that mentality. I don't think I could. I would have uh, even if I had a lot of money. I don't think I could be. I would have. I would be so stressed out about losing one fucking AirPod. Yeah. How many pairs of corded headphones do you think you've gone through in your life? That I've bought. Yeah. I haven't bought that many. Yeah. The ones I've got have always been like free from some kind of junket, yeah. like branded mm-hmm. thing. Cause like I went to a straight out of Compton thing and it was like Beats by Dre gave everybody like little in ear headphones. I'm like, whoa, these are great. Right. Would have yeah. never bought these. The ones that come with my phone. The only times I bought them are for like ones for making music or whatever. Cause that's ones I'm really sort of invested in this, the fidelity of. Yeah. But when I was working at Cracked, I had. Like I went through them every couple months because just they would the just break. Yeah, just because I was like on the phone all day or listening making to podcasts, making moves. You know, yeah. uh, giving people the Big one Daddy second finger while yeah. I was uh, answering a call. Yeah, you're like, no, no, no don't worry, it's just somebody I got to tell the fuck off. All right. uh, <laughs> yeah, but Honey. I didn't know all the ways that you could like replacement plans and all these ways to get these AirPods. Like they have sixty nine dollars to replace a single one. I didn't realize you could buy a Lucy. Yeah, uh, at the bodega. Uh, 59 for a replacement case, 79 for a new wireless charging case, a single AirPod, AirPod Pro, $89. Damn. But then also there's like uh, Super Producer Anna was like writing furiously on her notepad. They have like those uh, little uh, little cords you can use to hang them on like off your ears right. or whatever to keep track of them. I've seen them at the mall. Yeah. But at so that you point, look like an English teacher? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> AirPod style? Yeah, without like the low mini glasses that you yeah. wear in the front of your nose. <laughs> the crotanies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then like at that point, you've got wired yeah. headphones. Yep. I have one that does the connecting the two of them and then connects it to my phone. What so, do you mean? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, just saying, I was like, just oh. Like, that's just more like wired. I believed headphones. it. I believed it. <laughs> it's like, well, what you do is you get your ears pierced. Right. And then you can dangle each one off your pierced <laughs> ears. Ooh. Talk about baller moves. I saw my ear piercings. Uh, Her Majesty, if you're listening, buy me AirPods so I can make them into earrings. Remember when the comedian (laughs) Brandon Wardell would wear the, were they headphones or charger cord around his neck? I don't know. I was like, I saw him on like a, yeah. Just a charger cord around the (laughs) neck? Yeah, just a charger cord around the (laughs) neck. Not really like an accessory, but I like it. I'm not going to lose this. So like a dangle earring, because you know the the old like washed men have like a dangle cross earring, like Barry Bonds type shit? Yeah. But then you have a- Totally washed, (laughs) guys. don't have a dangle earring. (laughs) But I will pay for you to go to Claire's and get an ear piercing back. (laughs) I would pay to see you with the dangle. Oh, man. That's still my favorite part of any TV show for the- Past decade, righteous gemstones when, righteous gemstones when he just I'm turns his now. head. <laughs> I'm, different I'm different now Bing. and turns his head and he has a gem stud. I uh, wish it was a magnet earring because that would have been the ultimate just sad boy move. It's like you didn't have the courage to get your ears pierced <laughs> you with the magnetic joints, <laughs> like I did in seventh grade. Oh man, that couple. Yeah, what a beautiful love story. Just misbehaving. Uh, so there is a satirical movie. On Netflix in Brazil. I mean, I'm sure it's on all Netflix, but it's 
aimed at the Brazilian audience. Uh, it's a satirical movie that includes a scene where Jesus is given a surprise party by his family and friends, but he's with his male lover. And, you know, that seems like uh, not shocking that it might cause some controversy <laughs> with some uh, religious conservatives, oh goodness, yeah. except for the fact that there was this same production company made a movie last year where Jesus was involved in like a hangover style thing <laughs> where like they woke up the night after the uh, last supper and uh-huh. like nobody knew where Jesus was because uh, everybody got so fucked up He's trapped on and the roof. that was treated as like hilarious, like uh-huh. a, a show or a movie in which Jesus is a sadistic, homicidal, hedonistic drunkard. Everyone was like, ah, that's hilarious. But then when he's harmless and gay, they all, everybody is up in arms. People uh, thought so. that, that sounds, Jesus' yeah. hangover was funny. They were like, bro, you turned so much water into wine right. last yeah. night. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just let him be like a quiet. Right. law-abiding citizen who happens to be gay. And no. And it's, no way! Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I when bet are that we going to comp- stop with that? Right. Who cares? I yeah. bet that company thought, like, okay, well, if we can do Jesus Hangover, we could certainly do Jesus We right. could do anything! Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that feels like Jesus Hangover should have been across the line. Yeah. Where did they find him? Instead of the roof, he was on the cross? <laughs> I guess so. I, I think <laughs> Like, that Jesus, was... get down from there, bro! <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, three days. Give me three days. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.